Welcome back to another week here at the Weekly Pickoff. Well, week three is now behind us and we are on to week four. And uh, before we get started, I think, Zach, you might have some choice words for a certain um, Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, you let me down, man. You let <laughs> me down. You let me down. And, you know, honestly, I am barely even here today. I am a shell of myself, a corpse. I lost the weekly pickoff. I lost my matchup to you. My Eagles mm-hmm. lost. The Cowboys won. Mm-hmm. I, I am a hollow being. Yeah. Your AFC team lost too. How do you feel about that? You can't even. You don't even have the Chiefs to fall back on. I know. Uh, by the way, uh, as an aside, uh, let's talk about Andy Reid for two seconds. Super glad oh to hear gosh, that he's okay. Yes. So, I know. Yeah, that was uh, a little scary with Andy Reid with his health thing. But I mean, they said it was pretty precautionary. But um, right. yeah, to the game there. Uh, the Chiefs are one and two. Uh, they lost to the chargers by, you know, a touchdown, you know, not a big deal, Mm -hmm. but, uh, not the way I expected them to start. That's for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Weird. You know, I, I was a little worried about this with the chargers and I think I maybe said that, um, when we recorded before the season started, I, I mean, I know that they couldn't get their act together with their penalties last week, but, um, I mean, this week it was like, it's what I expected to see from the Chargers. And I thought that they might be a team that would give the Chiefs problems. But of course, after last week, I thought, no, 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 it's going to be fine. And now here we are. So, man. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Herbert absolutely just obliterated the Chiefs defense. I mean, four touchdowns, 26 of 38 passing, just carved them up. Really? And, you know, it's funny because uh, the Chiefs got their running game together. Clyde Edwards Lair mm-hmm. had 100 yards. I mean, you know, it, it mm-hmm. seemed like he was just really struggling and then finally has a good game. And, you know, it's probably the, the worst result for them of the year. Obviously, they did lose last week, but, uh, right. you know, just really surprising. And then some of these 3-0 and teams, my goodness. I know. Who surprises you the most? Oh, man, it is so tough. I would say, you know, just right off the bat, you have to look at Denver and what they're doing and be surprised. Mm-hmm. Not so much because we thought they were a bad team, but I mean, right. Teddy Bridgewater has been phenomenal. And then I right. would say number one to me is the Carolina Panthers, especially yep. missing Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is not, they're not just squeaking wins out. They are beating up on some teams here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. Uh, you know, it, there's been talent on the roster for a while now. DJ Moore has really broken out. And, yeah. uh, you know, we expected them in week one to beat the Jets. Uh, and, you know, again, this week playing Houston, not a big surprise. But, I mean, they smacked New Orleans in week two. And Sam Darnold's just been very consistent and very good. So uh, mm-hmm. n- nothing really negative to say. I mean, the the highest score they've allowed so far this year is 14 points. Their defense yeah. is great. I mean, they're playing great. There's yeah. nothing else you can say about it. 
Yeah, and I think that's what's most surprising to me because when you look at um, the the team stats, the Broncos and the Panthers have the first and second best defense, respectively, in the entire NFL. And I don't think I would have expected that going into this season. Um, wow, the Broncos have allowed 26 points the entire year. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're they are second against passing touchdowns, second second against rushing touchdowns. Um, they're first. They they allow the the least amount of touchdowns. They are the best team in the red zone. They allow the least amount of red zone touchdowns. Like, I mean, it's crazy. They're also what is this? Um, oh yeah, they're second against the rush. Like, it's just it's crazy. Like. I just would not have expected. Sorry, that's the that's the Broncos, not the Panthers. Um, sorry, we're talking about both at one time, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's nuts. And then you look at the Panthers, and the Panthers are kind of like right in line at that. Like they're number one in rushing yards, they're uh, number yeah. two in pass completions, number one in passing yards. So it's like one and two right there, like neck and neck. And um, right, and they're only allowing ten points a game total as well. So you know right. they're. You know, on top of a division with, you know, the Buccaneers and yeah. the Saints who have a great defense and interesting pieces on offense, at least. So, um, yeah, really, really interesting start. And then let's look at the other side really quick. Oh, and three yep. teams right now. You've got the Giants. I don't think anyone's blown away by that. You've got right. the Jacksonville Jaguars again. I don't think anyone's really surprised. But then how about the Indianapolis Colts um, yeah. at oh and three? Uh, I, I mean, you know, again, zero and two is how I predicted them to start, but uh, mm-hmm. just really a, a really poor start here. Yeah, I think I did predict them to start zero and three, and some of that too is just like they were playing tough teams, and you have a brand new quarterback who is still semi injured, and I, I mean. I just I think what's changed for me is I don't know if they're really going to have the chance to get going because if Wentz can't stay healthy and they just uh, Quentin Nelson went down again, I think I saw on Sunday. Yeah, I did see um, that. And they're just, you know, I, I I'm glad to see that they're getting uh, Michael Pittman and Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor all kind of like into that offensive game. But um, yeah, their defense is not doing what I expected them to do. Um and and yeah, it just it's sad. It's sad to me because they they really had a chance last year to come into this season being real contenders. And it just I just don't think it's going to work out that way for them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at Carson Wentz's stats right now, and he's just been so painfully average. I mean, right. three touchdowns through three weeks, only one interception, only one fumble. But you know, here in week three against Tennessee, zero rushing yards. You know, when Wentz came into the league, he was thought of as a mobile quarterback. And, you know, right. whether it's injuries or situation or both, I mean, this is a guy who's had his wheels really taken away from him. And uh, yeah. uh, I'm bummed for him. You know, I've been a Wentz yeah. fan. You've been a Wentz fan. And mm-hmm. this is a gross gross start you know they get Miami this week then Baltimore then Houston and so you know Mm -hmm. you you definitely I think should pick up a win against Houston Miami we'll talk about that in a little bit and then Baltimore is gonna be a tough one so man it's yeah they could they could start out 
two and four or worse, <laughs> I think. Yeah. With that, you know, that's hard to overcome. Yeah, it really is. Um, well, so that we can talk about some of these things, let's just jump right in to this week's picks. Um, Thursday night football, we have one of those 0-3 teams playing. We have the Jaguars going to Cincinnati to face the Bengals, who have had a better start than I expected them to. I don't know about you. Um, man, Jamar Chase looks good. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. That is that is a combination that scared me a little bit going into this season because you were reading so many things about Jamar Chase having trouble with drops in uh, training camp and things like that. And you just thought, mm, I don't know if this is going to work. Man, he's lighting things up. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you knew the talent was there. Obviously, coming out right. of college, first overall pick and really not a debated pick at all. Um, you know, you had picks you know, this year with the second, third pick and the, what was it? The 12th and 15th pick with all the quarterbacks that got taken this year. And uh, Mm -hmm. obviously Lawrence was number one and it was no question, but then everyone else was like, I'm not really sure. But like Burrow was so far above everyone else in his class anyways. Right. um, Yeah. I mean, that connection is, is, it's nasty. It's a great connection. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and it's not a huge volume too. like Jamar Chase is not seeing eight, nine, you know, targets a game. He's seeing like five, but he's just mm-hmm. there for like 40 yards and a touchdown. These, these, right. Exactly. He, the, the, the connection there is efficient. It is really, yeah. really good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this, this connection for a long time to come. I think the Bengals have leveled up as a team. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they're going to be a playoff team this year, but I think they're going right. to hover around 500. And, you know, that's not how I felt preseason. Um, but there's some pieces on this offense. I'm going Bengals. Uh, I don't think it'll be close. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence does not look great right now. I'm, I've he been doesn't. really disappointed in him. They did finally get some things going with the run game these last couple weeks with James Robinson, mm-hmm. but man, the the rest mm-hmm. of that team just looks gross. Yeah. I don't think I have anything to add to that. I'm also going to go Bengals um, and we can move on. Uh, this next game, I don't think we have a whole lot to talk about. We have the Tennessee Titans going to the New York Jets. Um, they're, there really are no words for how bad the Jets are. Yeah. You know, if somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter say that it takes at least one full year to wash the Adam Gase stink off of your team. And oh, uh, they've gosh. scored 20 points this year and allowed 70. Like they're, oh, a, they're, gosh. they're the worst team in the league and it's not close. Um, it's a shame. You know, you bring in the quarterback, Zach Wilson, you spend the high pick on him and, uh, you want to see results right away. It could be a while. Uh, you yeah. know, give me, give me Tennessee. Uh, uh, Derek Henry had a disappointing game with a hundred yards this week. So he's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you, you right. get 50 fantasy points out of him two weeks ago this week. You only yeah. get 20 and you're just like, Oh, 20, but like 20 is probably, I don't know, RB three or four on the week. Uh, he, sure. The standard's so high. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah, they're going to be without AJ Brown, most likely with that hamstring Mm. injury, but like, yes, they have Julio. They've got a couple of tight ends. They, I mean, they have other options and even Tannehill, how many yards did Tannehill rush for? I don't have it in front of me, but Tannehill stepped it up this week too. I think they said it was the most rushing yards he's had in his career. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I, I think that the Titans, they had a little bit of a slow start, but um, I mean, they got it together and I'm expecting continued good things from them. And uh, I don't think this is going to be um, close by any means. So yeah, give me Tennessee. Sure. Um, okay. This next game, we it's probably the obvious pick, but both of these teams are one and two. We have the Kansas city chiefs coming to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Um, man, the Eagles are exactly what you predicted them to be. Um, the Chiefs have lost two games that we both thought they could win in a heartbeat. And uh, here we are. Yeah, I was excited after week one. I was mildly disappointed after week two, and I'm crushed. Uh, you know, you look at the final score and you look at Jalen Hurts's final stat line, you go, oh, it wasn't that bad. No, if you watch the game, it was bad. It I was, mean, it was bad. The, I think through two and a half quarters, uh, the the Cowboys defense had outscored the Eagles offense. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll take a little extra time to get into our feelings here about our Eagles. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, it takes me it gives me absolutely no pleasure to say that I was right. And, you know, it is only three games. There's a whole lot of season left. Um, but yeah. here come the injuries stacking on top of themselves again. You know, we've lost two starting line offensive linemen now. Yeah. Uh, you, you've obviously lost, uh, Brandon Graham for the, for the season, correct? Brandon Graham. Correct. Yeah. He had yeah. an Achilles. Uh, so, yeah. So man. Graham is out for the season. Sayamalo is out for the season. Brandon Brooks is supposed to come back. His injury was not season ending, even though they put him on IR. Um, so that could be a good, a really good step for the offensive line to get him back at some point. But, um, I mean, he's one person and a team is made up of more than one player. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is easy cheese for me. Um, I, I know yeah. it's easy cheese for you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, I mean, now that we've seen a little bit of Nick Sirianni, now that mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit more of Jalen Hurts, um, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you kind of what your thoughts were on those two. Um, for me, uh, I don't love not running the ball hardly at all. If I'm Nick Sirianni, uh, I think yeah. uh, Miles Sanders had like two carries in the game. And I think they might've right. had three rushing attempts with running backs last mm-hmm. night. Uh, yes, you were getting beat up and you were getting beat up kind of early. Um, you can't run only three times with your running backs. Right. You, you have to give Jalen hurts, you know, for all intents and purposes is, is a rookie in, in actual playing time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's only in his, I think, seventh start now. Um, right. You you can't put that kind of pressure. I don't care if you're going to lose the game. And it was pretty apparent that we were probably going to lose the game, you know, as mm-hmm. early as maybe the middle second quarter. Um, you have to balance, even if it's not so much to, like, succeed. And I thought you were having success on the ground. But you have to just you can't allow every single play the defenders to know that you're throwing because the way they can play you just gives them such an advantage. They don't have to look Mm -hmm. for the run. They can just go straight after the quarterback. And, and you know, that's just, that's enormous. Um, Defensively. uh, 
man, that was depressing. I mean, we couldn't stop a nosebleed last night. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who people thought, you know, is this the beginning of the end for him? Now it's going to be Tony Pollard. Boy, we made Ezekiel Elliott look like Derrick Henry last night. Um, Gosh, where do we go from here, Monica? And then bring you back to what did you think through three games now of of Hertz and Sirianni? Yeah, I... I was impressed with Hertz in weeks one and two, even though we had that loss um, against San Francisco. Um, Hertz did not look good last night. Um, he looked like a deer in the headlights. He was overthinking things, making a lot of mistakes. Carson Wentz-esque. <laughs> um, Sirianni, it's so, it's really, I. we haven't had enough, we haven't had enough games with him for me to really have a complete opinion. Um, I did think that he made some gutsier calls in the second half. Obviously, the first drive of the second half when Hertz threw the interception, that was on Hertz. That was absolutely on Hertz. Yeah, no um, question. But I, yeah, I thought that like, I was impressed with some of the calls that he made in the second half. I thought that he took some good risks when he needed to, um, when the game was on the line, but it was just that the team just could not execute. Like the, the biggest, the biggest issue with the Eagles for me right now is that they cannot get into the end zone. They can't even get into the red zone for Jake Elliott to even attempt field goals, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I just like you, you cannot keep putting the game on your quarterback. They did it last year with Wentz and now they're doing it this year with Hertz. And it's like, it's like you've changed your entire team, but nothing has changed. Yeah. And you know, honestly, the biggest thing I saw last night was that the offensive line looked like Swiss cheese. I mean, yeah, just, you know, Jalen Hurts takes his step back he takes his drop back and by the time that his back foot is planted there's two guys in his face already uh i don't care who you are i mean the tampa bay buccaneers showed that you can make patrick mahomes look like trash when you do that and so um jalen hurts is no patrick mahomes so how's he gonna Mm -hmm. look uh, and then of course, when the pass rush stopped happening and the backups came in, you know, you got a ton of garbage time from Jalen hurts. And he took, I would, I would love to see the side-by-side of what the first half and second half stats were, but you know, final stat line for hurts 25 of 39, 326, two touchdowns, two picks, nine rushes for 35 yards. I mean, three fourths of that production was against the Cowboys backups. So don't get excited when you see that stat line. I mean, I'm just going to speculate here. I bet he had a hundred yards passing in the first two and a half quarters. Um, I know he didn't have a passing touchdown and it was, it was awful. Uh, I don't have anything really other to say than that. And, and uh, man, when you look at the schedule coming up, uh, it's not going to get any better. Uh, Uh -uh. We, we face the gauntlet here. I'm pretty sure. Let me take a quick peek. Obviously we got the chiefs this week. Uh, do you know the next couple weeks? I know it's not pretty. My uh, computer's aren't loading the Rams as in there slow somewhere? as possible. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. All right, here we go. Philadelphia, we have... Thank you, Comcast, for the speedy internet. Carolina, undefeated <laughs> after the uh, uh, the Chiefs, then Tampa Bay, <laughs> then Las Vegas, undefeated. 
Oh, and then we get Detroit. That's nice. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh my god, oh my this schedule is brutal until Thanksgiving. Then after Thanksgiving, it's cake. I'll be honest, but I so mean, it's not the Rams; it's the Bucks that we're remembering. Right? Yeah, the Bucks. In on, the past, uh, it's been the Rams, but uh, on yeah. national television, kill me. Yeah, it's Thursday night football, <laughs> right? Why do we get a national television game? Why we get two this year? We d- we should we do not deserve any national television games. Mm, well, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the reigning Super Bowl champions, that is why. Um, All right, we we can't we can't gloss over the Kansas City Chiefs being one and two. We we do have to at least mention that. What, sure. what do we think about that? Is it nothing? Is it something? What do you think? I think it's something. Because they were both games that they should have won. Like, so they lost to the Ravens and they lost to, by one point, right? And they right. lost to the Chargers by a touchdown. The The Chiefs historically have been a very, very good fourth quarter team. They've been yeah. a team that, like, when they need to, they either score the points they need to in the fourth quarter or they shut down their opponent in the fourth quarter. And they're not, they're not finishing games this year Hmm. and that's a little bit concerning to me um there's no reason why they shouldn't be and i just this might be one of those things where it's like you just can't always sustain um you know like you can't sustain being on top forever and so is this just a year where yeah they have the talent but they're just off i don't know um, or is it just they're having trouble getting started and after this week it's just going to take off and it's going to be fine and we don't have to be worried about them? Um, I don't know. Did Andy Reid's illness have anything to do with um, this past week? And, sure. you know, was he having trouble focusing to make play calls? Did he hand it off to somebody else because he wasn't feeling well? Like, there's so many things that we just don't know. Um, I'm not terribly worried, but I am very surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what What do you think? What did we say in week two? The uh, for the for the um, Green Bay Packers that the uh-huh. Detroit Lions cure a lot of problems. Well, here in week four, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles will cure a lot of problems <laughs> for the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, if they lose another game here in the next three weeks or so, I would, you know, I would my eyebrows would definitely <laughs> be raised and I would be uh, really worried. Um, you know. Y- you want to get the first round by, I mean, and they're a team mm-hmm. that in theory should be good enough. They've done it the last couple of years. Um, I, I'm not panicking yet, but um, I'm confused. Let's say that way. Mm-hmm. Two interceptions yeah. for Mahomes, pretty uncharacteristic for him. So yeah, it's very rare. Um, he all right. Has, let's before this year, he hadn't had a loss in the month of September. So here we are. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get off this depressing okay all right so we have the undefeated carolina panthers going to dallas to face the cowboys um this is a tough pick for me to be honest Mm. with you and i it's one of those that like you don't expect it to be tough but then you look at the stats for the panthers defense that we talked about a couple minutes ago and you're like huh okay how is this gonna turn out um This is actually the only one where I didn't highlight a team. That was an accident. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Um, I, my gut's telling me to take the home team, 
but I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. Tell me what you think, and then uh, and then I'll make my pick. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go Dallas here. I I thought that they looked almost perfect. Uh, from every aspect, their pass rush was incredible. You know, obviously, you have to wonder how much of that's the Eagles. Um, I'm gonna right. say this. I've never said this before. Uh, but man, they have a home field advantage there. Mm-hmm. That crowd yeah. is insane. And you know, I you know, obviously Kristen and I went one time. And, you know, to an Eagles Cowboys game in Jerry World. And uh, yeah. they are loud. They are crazy. Uh, it's it matters. You know, there's there's a lot of times you can tell uh, from all the false starts we had and and uh, the crowd affects the game. Um, right. They're going to be fired up. They just beat the Eagles. They're facing a three and O team. Uh that crowd's going to be nuts. And then, you know, Ezekiel Elliott gets back together here. So um, Panthers mm-hmm. missing Christian McCaffrey. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Yeah. And that that sort of was my train of thought as well. Um, it's really hard to go into Dallas and win with that kind of atmosphere. Last year was a little bit of different, a little bit of a different story playing with little to no fans. Um, this year, man, you get 90,000 people in a stadium who are as, uh, dare I say, obnoxious as Cowboys fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I've got to go Dallas on this one. I think that the Panthers are going to end their uh, undefeated streak here. Yeah. Well, and I honestly, I think, Dallas of anyone had a lot of fans last year, but I think they all were hollow, empty shells of themselves like I am today because of the Dak Prescott injury, of course. So uh, it's hard to get fired up when you know that the key to your team success is, you know, repairing his snapped leg. But anyways, uh, what you got next for us? All right. Next, we have the New York Giants going to New Orleans to face the Saints. And I think think this is the game that the Saints finally get to play in their home stadium at the Superdome. Are they supposed to? Okay, I haven't been following that. So I believe um, that's what I read, although they did have a fire in some sort of electrical unit or something on their roof. So I don't know <laughs> if that affected it or not. Um, but I mean, the Jaguars are away, so they could still play in Jacksonville if they needed to. Um, but I think originally this was the game where they were supposed to return back to New Orleans. So, gotcha. um, yeah, the Giants look bad. They're uh, well, they are bad. They're just bad. <laughs> yeah. And even in a good fantasy football finish for Saquon Barkley, I mean, he was inefficient. The, they're, the Giants are missing two of their receivers right now in um, yep. Shepard and Slayton. Yep. Daniel Jones is. I'm going to use a harsh word. I think he's a joke. I genuinely do. I I think he's interesting. You know, he had 266 passing yards, but I just think that he doesn't actually help your team at all. I just think he makes awful boneheaded choices all the time. And you know what he is? He's he's Jameis Winston with none of the upside. That's that's what Daniel Hmm. Jones is to me. And you know, they invested a high pick in him. Uh, he's he's not going to be the starter by the end of the year. I mean, they don't have anybody to turn to, really, I don't think. But he's going to lose right. that job real soon. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely. Um, 
give me the Saints in a beatdown. Uh, and of course, every time I say it's a beatdown, it ends up being some stupid close game. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Jameis Winston, this is a confidence game. Go, go throw for four touchdowns and build your confidence, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't feel as strongly about Daniel Jones as you do, but I I do think that there's a lot of problems with that Giants team. And um yeah, give me the Saints, especially if they are at home truly. Um first game where, you know, their fans can come back to their stadium uh facing a team that has lots and lots of problems. Like this should be a game that you know, this should be a cure game for them. Not that they're coming off of a loss, but if they were, the New York Giants would be the perfect cure for that. So, uh, yeah, give me the Saints. Um, okay, next game we have the Cleveland Browns going to the Minnesota Vikings, who just handed a loss to the Seahawks, which neither of us were expecting. But uh, hey, the roller coaster of a Seahawks team strikes again. Um, they're they're one and two. Yeah, I mean, we saw at the end of last year, like they weren't, I mean, they were, I think they finished 12 and four or something like that. And uh, Mm -hmm. you could tell going to the playoffs, like it wasn't for real. It's, it's very similar to what we saw with, um, with Pittsburgh. Um, Now I would say I feel much better about Seattle than I do about Pittsburgh right now. Um, But uh, yeah, for me, it's, it's Cleveland. Uh, I don't think Mm -hmm. it's close. Um, I, I, I'm growing on Baker Mayfield. I, I'm, I'm late to the party. Everyone else is there. <laughs> um, you know, I got an invite a couple of years ago. I just finally dug it out of my pile of mail and I'm considering going <laughs> to the party. Um, yeah, it's hey, a good team. Odell looked all right. And yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, I like the Browns. I, I do. I, I think they're going to win this game. I think they'll win it handily. And, uh, I do want to mention, though, I like the way Kirk Cousins is playing. Sure. Yeah, I don't disagree with that either. Um, You know, I was pretty late to the Baker Mayfield party, too. So no judgment here. Um, I still call me biased all you want. I still have the Browns winning this division. The fact that they almost... They almost handed Kansas City the first loss of an 0-3 start. We didn't sure. even talk about that wow. with Kansas City. Yeah, that they almost lost their first game. That's not so, a bad point. So the fact that they could do that tells me, okay, they have to face the, the Chiefs in the playoffs. They're going to win that game because they're going to be salty. You know, it's like they're they're the team that I can see like really sneaking into the play, not sneaking into the playoffs, but sneaking through the playoffs. Um, and the Vikings, like, yeah, maybe maybe they have a chance at a wild card. Like they held their own pretty well against Seattle. Um, I just Dalvin Cook, we don't know if he's going to be back this week. Alexander Madison did very very well um, in his place, and I wish I yeah, would have started did. him in fantasy football. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I just think that, that the Browns are much more of a complete dominant team. And the fact that they do have OBJ back now with Jarvis Landry on IR is huge. Um, so yeah, give me the Browns. Um, next we have a divisional game. We have the lions going to the bears. What do you think? Lions too? bears. Oh man, that is a good one. 
honestly, mm-hmm. a good one because it's, you know, two bad teams. Uh, but I think <laughs> that they're going to, I think this is going to be the opportunity for uh, Justin Fields, if he plays, to actually get some points because, you know, that defense is terrible uh, for the Lions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I picked, I picked the Lions on here. No, I'm sticking mm-hmm. with the Lions. I'm going Lions. Um, I think they finally get one. They've been close a couple times. You know, as, as bad as they are, there's pieces here that you know can play. Uh, and again, you know, mm-hmm. Goffers look good. So yeah, uh, their running backs are really nice. I really like Detroit's running backs. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Give mm-hmm. me Detroit. Um, Matt Nagy's getting fired soon. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way that just the controversy with their quarterback. I mean, you put Justin Fields in for a week and then you still say, I don't know who my starter is for week four. I mean, like, no, Justin Fields did not play well, but Andy Dalton hasn't been playing well either. And meanwhile, right. you know you what though? Foles Monica... on a multi-million dollar contract sitting on the sideline. I'm sorry. Right. It's just a mess. I will not stop. No, you're hundred percent right. But here's where it gets even worse than all of that is. Yes. You said that Andy Dalton you know, he was going to be the starter when he gets healthy. Like you said that he's your guy when he's healthy and fine. That's what you said. Maybe it protects Justin Fields in case he plays poorly. You can make the excuse and go right back to Andy Dalton. I get that. I get the logic behind that. But to say now that you're going to start your third string quarterback, I don't care who it is. Like I like Nick Foles, but whoever your third string quarterback is to say that you're going to start him over your first round pick quarterback, potentially like he's on the table. You are absolutely crapping on your number one pick like what are you right. doing the management is so bad so yeah, yeah. get rid of naggy he's bad oh what really kills me about that whole situation is not that i think that nick Foles should start necessarily i feel bad for the guy he went from being a super bowl winning quarterback to a third stringer or to a starter to a third stringer um Man, but the amount of money they're paying him to be a third stringer just blows my mind. It blows my mind. It's a mess. Like, where else could they be allocating that money? I'm sorry. It's maybe a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also took the Lions in this game. Um, I think they are pretty evenly matched with the Bears just have so many problems. So give me the Lions on this one. Next game, I don't think... uh, is going to be too hard. Either we have the Texans going to the Bills. The Bills by um, a million. Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, exactly. He's a beast. He's he a is. beast. And, and all I can say about the Bills is they have really established a running game, and I'm proud of them for that. Yeah, how about so, that? That you know that was like the biggest surprise to me this offseason because they didn't do anything about their running game, except right. it's it exists now. It's still not great, right. but it's good like it's usable right. it's functional couldn't say yeah. that last year so yeah good for them yeah. uh you yeah. know stefan Diggs is taking a step back but i don't think it's a step back from talent or anything like that i think it's emmanuel sanders exists and he's good and we can run right. the ball a little bit more and that's working and cole beasley is producing and so like yeah stefan Diggs' yeah. big numbers are down but i don't really care about that so much yeah well and not to mention that dawson knox is a valuable tight end who also has been scoring touchdowns for them. So it's just, it's not exactly what you said. It's not that Stefan Diggs is a bad wide receiver or has regressed. It's just that they have a lot of options and he's not the guy anymore. It's that he's one of the guys. So 
Yeah, Bills by a million. I think that this is going to be an easy win for them. Um, okay, so let's talk about this next game a little bit. The Colts are going to Miami to face the Dolphins, who almost had that game in the bag and then mm-hmm. lost to the Raiders in overtime. What did you think about that? Tell, tell me, because the, the Dolphins had the number one defense in the NFL last year, and that's completely different this year. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, I, I mean, you know, and if you don't low. really have any, it's fine. No, no, <laughs> no, I do. And, and, you know, I wonder how much of it was for real last year. I mean, you know, yeah. from a fantasy football perspective, we were all so excited to start the Miami Dolphins because they had a bunch of touchdowns. And when you play right. fantasy football, you get all those fantasy points for the touchdowns. And, you know, defensive touchdowns are not predictable they're they're Mm -hmm. random a little bit it's they're a little fluky and you have to earn it like you have to intercept the ball or pick up a fumble and then run it back but just the sequence of events that has to happen for things like that it's you could do the exact same things two weeks in a row it one week you get two of them and the next week you know you don't get any it's just it's random and i think we might have overrated the miami dolphins defense a little bit last year um and i think they've just come back to earth a little bit Jacoby Brissett actually wasn't bad, which was really surprising to me. Yeah, it was very uh, surprising. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm going to pick the Colts, I think, until they get a win here, because I just think they're better than <laughs> what they're doing here. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i very much in the Carson Wentz is extremely average now. I, I don't have any mm-hmm. more hope for him to be a quality franchise quarterback. I mean, I think he could be a trying to give a comparison here man he got teddy bridgewater honestly but that's such a disappointment mm-hmm. for where he was drafted and what he was kind of expected right. to be so um yeah. the problem is he's not even been a t- teddy bridgewater these first several games right. so right um i i think they're gonna get it together here they gotta start running the ball i mean they're just not using john taylor well so i think mm-hmm. this is a game where the running game got an opportunity to get going though i will say the dolphins usually good against the run right uh, the colts are not going to start 0 four i just can't buy that i would be so blown away so give me the mm-hmm. colts just on i don't know preseason expectations this is a terrible reason to make a pick that way, <laughs> but um i'm not picking the miami dolphins right now with the way that their team is i'm just not doing it okay Well, I'm going to disagree with you, and I am going to pick the Miami Dolphins. Um, I mean, when you look at the statistics between the two teams, I mean, neither of them are great, but the Dolphins have a little bit of the edge. And, you know, when Tua got hurt and was carted off the field and they brought Jacoby Brissett out, it was kind of a disaster. Of course, they lost that game. Well, you have a totally different quarterback, so you're going to have to change your game plan because you can't have a game plan that is one size fits all. Um, And so I think that they were able to recognize that this week. And that's why Brissett looked so good and why he played so well. Um, Yeah. I just think that the, there's so many things with the Colts that are just big question marks to me. And the biggest question mark is Carson Wentz. And when he is your starting quarterback, Man, that's not a good place to have a big question mark. 
Um, their defense is not producing as much as we thought. They are allowing too many points. Um, and the Dolphins are at home, so they have home field advantage. So I will take the Dolphins on this game. As much as I would like to choose the Colts, I'm going to choose the Dolphins. So Sure. Okay. Uh, Washington versus Atlanta. Um, I am so disappointed with Matt Ryan. I'm disappointed with the Falcons. And, and look, I didn't expect the Falcons to be great this year. Um, right. But, uh, you know, you just had an opportunity. I felt, yes, Julio Jones walks out the door, but you, it's not like you didn't replace him with a high-level talent in uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, mm-hmm. I just, like, this team to me is the Debbie Downer of the league. Like, you just look at talent here, talent there. Big name here, no production. It's just yep. so it's an like a team that just looks apathetic to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Washington, while they're not, you know, they're not thriving right now. Uh, I think they have a heartbeat. I think Taylor Heineke's playing all right. I think they can run and I like their defense. And so yep. uh, give me Washington because I just think that they play better football. They play with more energy which i usually hate when people say that because like (laughs) it's just such a dumb thing to analyze usually but man atlanta just is they're slow they're yeah they're not creative they just don't play in a way that excites anyone probably not even themselves they probably go home and take a nap after the game you know just (laughs) this was boring Yeah. That's how it feels. So, yeah, it and is. it's it's disappointing. I like Matt Ryan. I want to root for him, and you're giving me nothing to root for here. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I will take Washington in this game. Um. All right. Next two games, we have two division games here. We have the Seahawks going to San Francisco to face the 49ers, and we have the Cardinals going to L.A. to face the Rams. Um, this I think is probably the most talented division in the NFL. We talked about this before the season started. These two games are going to be very, very good games. Um, let's start with the Seahawks at the 49ers. The Seahawks, obviously we talked about a little bit already. They are one and two. The Niners are two and one. Um, I, this is where I'm going to stand a little bit. Um, I'm going to actually talk about both of these games at once here for a second. Um, so try to follow along. Um, no, sorry good. if you're listening and you're like, <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> um, so at the beginning of the season, before anything started, I said in this division, I'm just going to take the home team and give them the home team advantage um, because it was that close for me. Well, for these two games, I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, the Seahawks and the 49ers, I think, are incredibly evenly matched. When you look at their statistics, they are like basically neck and neck um, on offense and defense. Um, and then Cardinals-Rams, I just – I have trouble picking against the Rams right now because they are just electric. They're on fire. They have so many weapons. Their defense is so good. Their offensive line is incredible. Matt Stafford finally has the people around him to show what he can really do. Um, I mean, it's just, I, 
I think the Rams could win the Super Bowl. I, I still have the Bills winning the Super Bowl, but I think the Rams could do it. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like the Cardinals look good. They had some close calls. I have no idea why they tried to pick or why they tried to kick a 68-yard field goal to end the half, which ended up being run back for a touchdown because it was short. Like that was the dumbest decision I think you could ever make. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. They still won the game. But uh yeah, give me give me the Rams at home and give me the 49ers at home. Um and I still have the Rams at the top of this division. So you can tell me your thoughts. Yeah, and I'll try to keep this brief because I have so much to say here. Uh the Rams to me, if I had to pick a Super Bowl champion right this moment for this year, it's the Rams. Uh, obviously I'm, I'd be changing my pick. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's funny when that field goal happened, I looked over at Chad who was watching the game with me, uh, Chad from church, friend of ours. Uh, and I said, uh, you know, a lot of these super long kicks get returned for touchdowns because the kicking team has, I said this exactly a whole bunch of fat guys on the field. So they can't (laughs) chase anybody down. And as a fellow fat person, I'm allowed to say that. So anyways, uh, you know, it, it was, it was a funny play and obviously, you know, they won. So who cares? Um, the Rams are a, a cut above the Cardinals to me, who I like the Cardinals, mm-hmm. but I don't think mm-hmm. that they're special. I think the Rams right. are special. Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks here because I'd be just really be blown away to see them go one and three to start the season. Um, and I think their offense is too talented for that to happen. Um, 49ers are real. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. Um, sure. I just think, you know, superstar quarterbacks get it right it's very rare that you see superstar quarterbacks sitting outside the playoffs and one in three teams don't make the playoffs very often. So I'm, I'm going to just kind of take the math there and, and uh, take the Seahawks. Okay. No problem. Okay. So last couple of games here, um, we have the Steelers going to the Packers. Um, What was that you said about Ben Roethlisberger and, you know, Oh How big boy, of a Ben! He makes and... Ben, <laughs> oh, you know, I went into the season thinking everyone was just overblowing that whole thing. He's not done. He's still okay. Did you see this one play that's going around on social media where he just trips and falls down <laughs> with like the force of like, like imagine that gravity was four times more powerful. That is how he fell to the ground. While he was throwing the ball, it was the most like it's something you would expect to see in a Pop Warner league with like nine year olds. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, I I've got Ben Roethlisberger in a couple fantasy leagues uh, as my second quarterback in two quarterback leagues. He's toast. I, I, I I'm I have nothing positive to say about him right now. I'm so. Yep. So disappointed. You know, there's a lot of these older quarterbacks and they've really kind of done a great job of taking care of their bodies and staying relevant. And Ben Roethlisberger is going to fall off a cliff here. He is falling off a cliff. I think he's in free fall right this moment. Give me the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aaron Jones is great. Uh, They Mm -hmm. do play some defense and... um, they're home. Uh, I, yep. Ben Roethlisberger is terrible on the road, uh, just statistically yeah. speaking. So, yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard to uh, win as the away team in Lambeau. So, 
for yeah, sure. Yeah, give me the Packers on that one as well. Okay, our last afternoon game, we have the Ravens going to the Broncos. Um, this is a really good offense facing a really good defense, especially in the red zone. The Ravens are incredibly good in the red zone. The defense is incredibly good at stopping plays in the red zone. Um, man, this is going to be a game that is an unexpectedly even matchup. Um, this was probably the hardest one for me to pick based on how well the Broncos defense is playing. Um, I gave my thoughts first last time. You go ahead this time. Yeah, and Las Vegas has this game as the closest betting odds game uh, with Denver favored only by one point. Uh, it is the closest yeah. game of the week. Uh, yeah. You're right. It's a, it's a dead even matchup. And, you know, on paper, you look at the big names of the Baltimore Ravens and you think, okay, they're a better football team. The Broncos mm-hmm. are playing really well right now. They've allowed, I think, 30 points on the year. Their defense is great. Um, mm-hmm. their running game is working, even though it is a timeshare with Melvin Gordon and, uh, Javante Williams. They're definitely yep. pretty evenly split. And, you know, maybe on another podcast, I really want to talk about the running back landscape because there's just so many timeshares now and so few workhorse running backs. I think that's really yep. interesting. I've, I've seen that really change a lot in the last couple of years. I want to discuss that another time, but, uh, give okay, me, uh, give me, give me the, uh, Ravens. Um, but I am not confident. Uh, you definitely could see Baltimore or you definitely could see, uh, Denver, um, do plenty on defense and just enough on offense. If, if Denver wins this game, I think it's going to be because, you know, they held Baltimore to 16 points or something like that. I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. win a shootout with them. You know, if Patrick, or if, if, excuse me, Lamar Jackson goes for three or four touchdowns, I, I don't think you're going to win a high scoring game, but I think it's going to be right. low scoring. So, right. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Broncos and I said this earlier, they're number two against the rush. They are number one in red zone attempts, number one in red zone touchdowns, number three in rushing touchdowns. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a really hard time running against the Broncos. And that's a sure. really big part of their game plan. Um, Broncos are also at home. Um yeah, I, I'm actually going to take the Broncos on this one. I didn't realize that they were favored by one point. I just looked at, you know, the production and what's going on. And also, I mean, I did say, and I still do believe that the Browns are going to win this division. And so the Ravens got to fall somewhere, you know, yeah. and uh, this could be one of those games. And you look at uh, how narrowly they won against um, Kansas City. You look at... Um, how they allowed the Raiders to win an overtime in the first game of this season. Um, You just look at some of that and you're like, yeah, the Ravens, this could be a game that the Ravens lose. And um, yeah, give me the Broncos on this one. Okay. Two more to go. Sunday night football, the game that everybody has been waiting for. We have Tom Brady going back to new England to face his old coach and old team at the new England Patriots. I don't think this is going to be a close game. Yeah, you know that you, you can't absolutely say that, but you, you, I get it. Like I completely get it. Um, clearly, the Buccaneers are the better team. Uh, yeah. What coach though knows Tom Brady better? 
you know, what coach can game plan better for Tom Brady? Having said that, you can game plan for great players all you want, but you can't stop their greatness necessarily. Right. You know, Uh, sometimes it just doesn't matter. Sometimes the players are just too great. And I'm going to be really interested to see what Tom Brady's kind of emotions are in the game. Hmm. You know, like, how does Mm -hmm. he... How does he act during the game when he gets interviewed after the game? What does he say? Like, and I'm a little interested. I don't think there's any chance that the fans would boo him. I don't think there is. I think they're going to cheer the heck out of him. I think there's going to be like that 5% though. That's like super salty that he left. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Football. The Patriots lost James White. That's no good. Uh, Right. Mac Jones has not been great. Uh, honestly, no rookie quarterback's been very good. I mean, uh, I won't give you the list, but I mean, just go look for it yourself. I mean, the, the worst passers right now are rookies, uh, which, mm-hmm. you know, in theory isn't surprising. But, you know, everyone really talked up this rookie class. And right. Mac Jones has probably been the best quarterback out of all the rookies so far. And he's not been great. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh yeah, I don't think the Patriots offense is going to really get anything done. And um, uh, the Buccaneers are just such a complete team. Give me Tampa Bay and uh, I'll have the popcorn ready for this game. I'm going to sit down and watch every second <laughs> of it, even if it's a blowout, because uh, Tom Brady's going to break the passing record. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's very rare that you can name a record and say someone will break it on a particular game. But I'm looking at it right now and he is... Let me try to do the math in my head here. Uh, 67 yards behind Drew Brees for the all-time passing record. Um, So, you know, I mean, Tom Brady might get that in a quarter. So, uh, by the way, can we just, for two seconds, how great are the schedule makers? that they? You know someone (laughs) getting paid a lot of money said, hmm, okay, what's the math of when Tom Brady is likely to break this record? Because this is probably the biggest individual player record in the league, passing yards, right. that and passing right. touchdowns. Um, yep. Wow. Really cool. Really cool. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and and to your point about, you know, Bill Belichick knowing Tom Brady probably the best and um, being able to game plan for that, yeah, you can help your defense game plan for that, but if your offense can't produce, then it's worthless, you know? Right. Um, and to me – yeah, exactly. As you said, the Buccaneers have the better offense. I think the Buccaneers have the better defense. Um, they have the, they just have the better all around team. And, um, yeah, I think that they're gonna, um, go up to new England and just dominate. So yeah, give me the bucks on this one. Super cool question for you and super yeah. cool question. Then let's move on to Monday night. Do you find yourself and you can even just be a yes or no. You don't even have to elaborate unless you want to. Do you find okay. yourself rooting for Tom Brady more now on the Buccaneers than you did on the Patriots? For me, the answer is yes. Uh, no. Okay. We can discuss that another time. All right. Sounds great. Okay. So Monday night football, this is another divisional game. I love these divisional matchups. Um, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, I almost said Oakland Raiders. Oops. The Las Vegas uh, Raiders going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the Raiders are three and zero. the Chargers are two and one. Um, 
Man, I mean, this is going to be a close game, I think. I think I I think it's a pretty even matchup. I think that either team could win. Um I like the momentum that the Chargers have. They're playing at home. Um man, Justin Herbert did some damage on Sunday. Um <laughs> I want to see him continue that. I really do. And I want to believe that he can because we did see it from him last season. I think it was just a little bit of a slow start for him. Um, I'm going Chargers on this game, but it probably would not surprise me if the Raiders won. Yeah, you know, I made the mistake this offseason of saying that I didn't see really a path for the Chargers offense to level up from last year. Um, I Mm -hmm. believe I said that when we were discussing who we had winning each division. And um, yeah, I mean, the key was, will Mike Williams be healthy? Which I believe I said he won't. That was my bet. Mike Williams (laughs) is really good, which isn't surprising, but it's all coming together finally. And if he could stay healthy, I genuinely think Mike Evans or Mike Evans, Mike Williams has a chance to be a top 10 receiver. He is a physical Mm -hmm. freak. I mean, Mm -hmm. he is big, fast, strong. He's the complete package. Um, And he's changed the offense. Uh, You know, Keenan Allen, still great. He's not the number one right now. Mm -mm. (laughs) So I'm going to go Chargers here by just a little bit. I mean, Derek Carr, 1,200 yards in three games. He is playing out of his mind he's he's you know honestly Derek Carr is having the Dak Prescott 2020 start right now Mm -hmm. and uh but the 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 cool thing for the Raiders is it's coming in wins whereas Dak right you know was putting 40 points up in a loss you know so right you know yeah Derek Carr gets to feel good after the game uh yeah We'll see. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one. I'm I'm really like Herbert, and I'm going Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, we know that this is a season where Gruden's job is probably on the line. We talked about that before the season started, and so far he's proven himself. And Derek Carr, we knew that, you know, this could be a prove-himself year, and he has proven himself. And, um, yeah, they've got some receiving game going. Um, they're somehow – uh, working with a little bit of a running game, even without Josh Jacobs for most of the beginning of the season. So uh, I still think they're a great team. My pick of the Chargers is not a knock against them by any means. Um, but I just, I mean, you give them the home team advantage. You go off of some of the momentum that they have from the win against the Chiefs last week. And yeah, just some of these pieces that they put together. And I think that, uh, yeah, they uh, edge out on that matchup. So, okay. We disagreed on three games. So we're looking at Colts, Dolphins, Seahawks, 49ers, and Ravens, Broncos. So we will see where we end up after this week. Um, And yeah, so our listeners can follow along on Instagram at weekly pickoff. We'll post our picks for the week. Um, And You guys can do the same. So make sure you screenshot and post your picks for who you think is going to win these week four matchups. And we'll be back here next Wednesday talking all about week five. So we'll catch you then. See you guys.